compelled, motivated, energized. Something drives you. And something drives me. And it's going to be us that are going to make that decision, that choice. What is it that I'm going to give my life to? What is it that's going to motivate me, compel me, and drive me? And in every situation, I'm telling you, you're driven by something. Now, some people are driving in a ditch, okay? But you're driving, but you're going in a ditch. But you don't want to go in a ditch, do you? Come on. So what drives us as Christians, as believers? And so that's what we've been looking at in this little series. So let's see what we can find today. Amen? Roger will just push us. Today's message... An unusual scripture I came across years ago. Of course, read the Bible, but sometimes things will jump off the page at me. Amen? And I'll see something in even strange places in the Bible. And the title of my message today is, What Drives Others to Jesus? We saw the first message, What Drove Jesus? Love, remember? Humility. Remember those things we talked about with Jesus? And courage. What drove his enemies? The opposite. Hate. Pride. Fear. And then last week, what drives me? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because he rose, I can rise. No matter what it is in life that I face. Does that drive you? Does that energize you, compel you, and motivate you? Well, now here's the question. What about people out there that are driving around and they're driving to hell? Where they're going? Or their life is a mess? And they're just driving because that's what they do. That was the story of my life and my mama's life. Just driving to hell. Somebody's got to make a difference. Somebody's got to help them. You listen to me. What is going to drive those other people to Jesus? Guys, they need a chauffeur, baby. You hear me say? They need somebody that pulls in front of them and says, Follow me! You hear me? Yes or no? What drives others to Jesus? Strange verse. Go look at it. Here we go. Let's, let's unwrap it today. Now, then the eleven disciples, they went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. Here's Jesus. He's resurrected. And when they saw Him, they worshipped Him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, Say this with me. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Keep going. Say it with me. Come on. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them. Help me. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Keep going. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Help me now, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now, that's what Jesus said after His resurrection. He was like, God, it's on you now. I'm resurrected. But in a little while, I'm going to be out of here. And they watched him go away on the Mount of Olives. And he told them to wait in Jerusalem 
for the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened. Acts 1.8 You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be what? Witnesses unto me. What drives others to Jesus? Guys, I hate to tell you this. I mean, it's a little rough on you this morning, but it's you. Did you hear me, yes or no? And I know it's the Holy Spirit. I get that. But the Holy Spirit uses people. And He uses His Word, obviously. But His Word, a lot of people have the Word. It's just laying there on the, on the coffee table. Let's be honest. How many, when you grew up, you had a Bible on the coffee table and you never read it one time? Let me see your hand. How many had a big old Bible? That thing was big. That was a big old Bible. Somebody came by the house, sold Bibles. People bought them. Put them on the table. Because we're crazy. <laughs> Who's going to get a big old Bible and read that thing? You see what I'm saying? Hey, get a Bible out. Ooh, that thing was heavy. Here we were, Hellraiser Clark family. Mama drunk. Drinking all around the Bible. Bible's right there. <laughs> it's crazy. We didn't have anybody driving us to Jesus. Y'all listening to me or not? Come on, let's go with the message now. So, we've already unpacked something this morning. That is, He's called you and me to drive these people to Him. That's, who he's, that's what He's done. Now listen, Jesus called His disciples and they were what? They were what? Fishermen. And Jesus has called us to fish. Say that with me. Jesus has called us to fish, but fish are what? Fish are funny. I went fishing this week with Mitch. Mitch knew I wasn't feeling well. And he says, Dad, let's just go out on the boat a little bit this morning. Get your mind off everything. So I said, all right. But fish are funny. You talk about fish and see if you catch them. Church is so much about talking about people or... You try to get a, a dress a fish up. That ain't going to help him none. You know what I'm saying? Fish are funny. Fish. You know what I'm saying? They either bite or they ain't. Yes or no? Guys, we need to get the fish to bite. That's what we need. All right? You can get up there. I'm the greatest fisherman. I look at me. I'm all this. I'm all that. I've been to church since I was a little boy. Fish ain't going to bite you. Listen. Fish are funny. He's called us to fish. Okay, but fish need to bite. And there's, there's a way that we can get these folks out here to bite. You listen to me or not? Are you all ready? How, do, how are we going to get the fish to bite? Now, you know, a lot of times I watched a guy the other day chum in the water. He was throwing out bait and chum and mess, you know, and then he was going to throw the net. And Mitch said, how about us, let's go over there and throw the net before he was jumping. You know, that guy would have cussed us out. You know what I'm saying? He was just playing. But the point is, is that how do we get these people to bite? How do we get these people to follow us? Amen? Here we go. Right here. Zechariah, Old Testament prophet. And I saw this many years ago. I want to share it with you. These are the things that you shall do. How do I get fish to bite? How do I get people to follow me? These things you shall do. Speak you every man the truth to his neighbor. Execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gates. Let none of you imagine evil in his heart against his neighbor. 
and love no false oath. For all these are the things that I hate, says the Lord. Did God make man in His image? wonder if deep down inside of man and women are some of the same things that God hates. Well, if He made us in His image, when you really peel back the onion of who we are, there's a good chance that we hate the things God hates. There's a good chance, even though people aren't believers in Christ out there, they're still creating the image of God, yes or no? And they matter to Him. And maybe inside of them is the same thing that God hates. But they've got an adversary, the devil, that's confused them. They've got life that's confused them. They've got their own sin nature that's confused them. But here's the thing. If we show it to them, a light might come on. Y'all hearing me? Did Jesus say we're lights, yes or no? We're a city that's set on a hill and it can't be hid. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So what drives others to Jesus? Well, it's you and me. He's called us to fish. But fish are funny. They either bite or they ain't. You need to go to church. Nope. You need to do this. Nope. Can't talk to a fish like that. But we try to talk to people like that. Yes or no? Or put them down. Or put ourselves up. Fish don't give a hoot. People don't either. What causes them to want to come to Jesus? There are four things we must do, and here they are. Here they are. Don't you say them real loud. If you're going to get people to follow you to the Lord, or if you're going to get a wife, sir, that wants to stick by you and follow you, these are four things. Parents, you want your kids to listen and grow up. Four things. Are you hearing me? Yes or no? You run a business, you're the business owner, do these things before you staff and watch them charge hell with a water pistol for you. You listening to me, yes or no? You do these things. Number one, say it really loud. One, two, three. Isn't it something? Even people who aren't believers don't like to be lied to like a dog. Do they? Yes or no? And something stinks and makes them want to throw up. When we call ourselves a Christian and we lie like a dog. Yes or no? You can have church, you can have that preacher, you can have all that mess. I don't want any of it, they say. Tell the truth. Number two, say it with me loud. One, two, three. Make righteous and peaceful. Did you know just because somebody is lost, they're not believers in Jesus that don't mean they're not attracted to people who make good decisions. Smart. Wise. Okay? Making good choices. Now, they might be making bad choices, but they'll maybe look at you and admire you and admire your family. You hear me, yes or no? We think Reaching somebody for Christ is going up and knocking on a door. If you died today, do you know you'd go to heaven? Get off my land! I mean, that's the response a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? I've done that so many times. If you died today, do you know you'd go to heaven? How many have done that? Let me see your hand. Come on. I'm not against it, guys. 
But we got to get the fish to bite them. Yes or no? Amen. No, we ain't biting. <laughs> you don't make knock off. If you die today, you know you go to heaven. No, we ain't biting. Amen? But we leave good feeling about good about ourselves because we asked them and we told them about Jesus. Guys, I'm not against that. I'm all for that. But there's a whole lot more to it than that. That's what I'm trying to say. If it's that easy, churches be like just running over every Sunday. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. People are pretty smart. Number three. One, two, three. Say it with me. Think and speak good things about... If your neighbor is a drunk next door to you, you don't have to tell him every day. Amen. Say. You don't have to look down on people. Do you? Yes or no? Or if their yard's a mess or whatever. We just want to speak our mind. Well, find something good to say. Might be hard. Think good things about people. Speak good things about people. Yes or no? People don't like to be put down. People don't like to think that they're no good. Even though they think that themselves and other people have made, maybe made them think that. If we give off this air that we're better than them because we're believers in Jesus, there's a good chance you've made them twofold the child of hell. You've made them double down on not coming to Christ. You hear me or not? Am I losing anybody or are we all right here this morning? Come on. Number four. One, two, three, say it with me. Be sincere and detest phoniness in your commitment to God and to others. Did you know even, especially lost folks that don't know the Lord and follow the Lord, detest phonies? We're relaunching in about a month a shirt that we did years ago called Real. I love that shirt. KC said it to me last week. We wore that thing out, ain't we, buddy? And we're going to have some summer colors in it. Amen? And it's going to be $5. If you can't afford it, we're going to give it to you if you'll wear it. Amen? But real. Boy, that's what people want. Will you just be real with me? I think that's what we got going for us here at Fellowship. One of the things we got going for us. Is that just... Yeah, praise the Lord. Good. Come on. I like that. I like that. I've just been through mess. I didn't want to go through it. I don't like the, some of the mess I've gone through. And I can either stand up here and dress it all up, or I can be me. And I can talk to you about how I've made it and how I'm making it. And I can also talk to you about when I don't feel like I'm making it sometimes and when I'm struggling sometimes. Because guess what? That's called real. Let's keep going. Four things. So, and years ago I broke this down. I'm going to do it again for you. It's pretty simple here. Head, no lies. Hands, no harm. Righteous and peaceful decisions. When you're dealing with people, these hands are to be kind. They're not to hurt people or give them the finger. You hear me? Yes or no? Say! Excuse me? Oh, no, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. You and your fellowship sticker on your car. <laughs> Buddy, I struggle with this. I'm telling you, I struggle with this. And I got that big sticker on my truck. 
I want to run them off the road. I mean, it's the truth sometimes. This is something we need to be cognizant of. Amen. Yes or no? We're not to judge one another for that, though. When one of us slip it up, it ain't like, ah, you're terrible. No. We come alongside and try to help each other. Yes or no? Because the greater good is fishing. It's all about fishing, baby. Come on. Get our, get our focus back again. Heart in your heart. No hate. No hate. Not going to be hateful to people. Bitter to people. Why? Because it's up to me to drive them to Jesus. And hate absolutely will drive them to hell. And number four, spirit. No hypocrisy. No hypocrisy. So in my mind, in my thinking, I'm not going to make up lies. And in my hands, I'm not going to do any harm to people. And in my heart, I'm not going to have any hate inside of me. And my spirit, the way that I handle myself and conduct my spirit, is going to be honest, it's going to be open, it's going to be one of uh, reality and integrity. Yes or no? Amen? Because these are four things that God says He hates when we don't do them. And I believe that people are the same way. I believe that's why people many times don't go to church. Or they, they don't come to Christ. And it's up to us to drive them. Not only will God bless me for this, but I'll be a blessing to others because of this when I do this. You listening to me today or not? We just came off of Easter. A lot of people go to church. Thank God a lot of people go to church. That's awesome. We're not going to put people down because they go one day a week, a year or two days. Thank God that's... If you're a fisherman and a couple of days a year, they're biting like crazy, man! Well, I ain't going today. Man, are you kidding me? You'd have your boat up early. You'd be ready days before. Amen. Say, thank God for that. But we're called to fish all the time. Amen. That's what we're doing. Thus says the Lord of hosts in those days. Look at this verse. Right after this other one I read. Ten men shall take hold out of all languages of the nations. And again, this just spoke to my heart about us. This is about the millennial kingdom. But... I want it for now. And I think the Scripture is for now. I think we can look at it and read it and learn from it. Do you think that, let's for example, you think in the millennium that it's going to be cool to lie? Hate? No! That's for now too, guys. Well, this is what it says. It says in that day, listen, they're going to take hold of the skirt of him that's a what? A Jew in the millennial kingdom. That's a believer in God, a follower of God in the kingdom. Saying, I love this last part. Say this with me pretty loud. We will go with you. For we have heard that God. Will follow you. You can be our chauffeur. We're going to want to go with you. Because we've heard God's with you. How can people know God's with us? Well, we fall down and flop like a chicken. Is that how we're going to let them know? Yes or no? No! They're going to go, that's a crazy person right there. How do we let people know God's with us? Our head, no lies. In our hands, there's no hurt. In our heart, there's no hate. And in our spirit, we're not being a phony or a fake. You hear me? Yes or no? And people will follow that. Amen. That's why I'm saying, 
A wife will follow that. A, some children will follow that. A staff at an office in the world. If you take these principles, they will follow that. I believe that with my whole heart. Yes or no? You, you believe that? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've heard that God's with you. That's how we're going to get them. They're going to hear that God's with us. They're going to see it. So what drives others to Jesus? And he's pushing me. I can see that. Well, they remember, guys. They remember. They remember what? Pop it up. Pop it up. They remember what you said. It's funny how we forget how we talk to people, don't we? You mean I don't remember telling you that lie to your face? Well, they remember. I don't remember you raising your hand or, you know, or, or giving me some unkind gesture. I don't remember doing that to you. Well, I sure remember. Just because I don't got it on the cell phone don't mean it didn't happen. They remember. They remember what you said, truth or lie, guys. Keep looking. They remember what you did. Kind or hurtful. They remember. They remember what they felt. That's what they remember, how they felt. When people come here, many today are here for the first time. Well, I hope that when you come here, you might say, boy, he's odd. That's okay. Call me odd because that's the truth. That's okay. But hopefully you won't say, he didn't like me. He lied to me. Amen. We want this place to be a place where we love Jesus and we love people. Amen. That is it. Boy, do y'all do this and do that? I don't know if we do or not. But what I care about is do we love Jesus Christ and do we love people? I'll be 55 soon. And I know some of you, that's not old. But to me, it's old. It's to me where I'm looking at my life. And I don't want to do things with whatever time I got left that, that just really don't keep the main thing the main thing. I want to love Jesus. And I want to love people. This is my town. You hear me? I'd encourage you, if you live here, you make it your town. These people need you. You hear me? These people need you wherever you go, dirty or not. They need you. This is beautiful. Come on, guys. They remember what they felt, loved or hated. And they remember what they saw, sincere or phony. And that's the hard part, guys. We don't know they're looking, but they are. Amen? Years ago, when I was a young believer, we thought that we're supposed to look a certain way. So you get your hair cut just above the ears. That's why I'm bald today, because at that early church, they cut all my hair off. <laughs> but anyway, but that was spiritual. That was being spiritual. And the ladies wearing dresses, because that's being spiritual. Carrying a certain Bible. I still preach from the King James Bible. But if you didn't, you were put down if you had another one. Because this is spiritual. Well, you know what? When I was a child, I thought as a child, not spake as a child, and understood as a child. But when I became a man, I grew up. And I've understood that it ain't about your hair, it's about your heart. It's about your hands. It's about your head. It's about your actions. You listen to me? 
Ladies, it ain't about that dress. It's about your head. It's about your hands. It's about your heart. It's about your spirit. You listen to me, yes or no? The worst thing Satan could ever do to us is get us thinking we somebody. And pride gets in. People ain't going to follow that mess. Amen? Yes or no? Not to say it won't be successful. You can build a church that way. I just don't want to have nothing to do with it. Okay? Say. Amen. If you don't like the way I dress, join the club. I don't either. I'd much rather have shorts and flip-flops on up here, okay, and a ball cap. This is my Sunday clothes, okay? I got to quit, don't I, Rod? Rod sits back there thinking, we did all this work and he never gets done. You're the light of the world, Jesus says. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Neither to be in light a candle and put it under a basket, but they, they put it on a candlestick and it gives light to the whole house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Heaven, man. Then spoke Jesus again unto them, saying unto them, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, say it with him, but, but shall have the light of that's a great thought. The light of life. Your life is a light. My life is a light because I have the life of Christ in me and the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. My life is a light. Or it ain't. I don't like dark roads as I'm get, getting older my eyes. I don't like driving at night. Do I do it? Sure. don't mean I don't like it. But I sure don't like it on an old dark road that I'm not familiar with in the country when I go home. Like that. That's our world, guys. They're out there. They don't like it. They think they do, but they don't. They're walking in darkness. But you and I can be a light. You know who else likes lights? Let me tell you something. Fish. Fish love light. Oh, man. You go out at night, you pop you out a light, little fish. And if you get fortunate, a shrimp will come up. And then a big fish, you'll see him out there in the shadows. There he is. <laughs> a snook, baby. How many know what I'm talking about? There we go, baby. You in Florida, where you at? People like light, too. We, Jesus could not have said anything better to us. He said, you have the light of life inside of you. Amen? Let your light shine. If we have the light of life, we ought to have a what? Say it with me. A what? A life of what? What drives others to Jesus? You do. Your life. That light. Now, now I'm not saying we don't... Teach the Word, the cross, and the resurrection. But guys, you can, you can say that to the cows come home. But if they're not listening or you're speaking to an empty chair, you've got to have people. They follow that light. Get them to bite. They bite because of our life. Listen to the Apostle Paul. 
Love works no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law, and that knowing the time, that it's now high time to awake out of sleep, guys. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. And guys, heaven's closer to you now than it was when you believed. Either Jesus is coming and you're going, or you dying and you going. But either way, you going. And it's closer than when you started. The night's far spent. When are you going to wake up and realize that God's called you to this? It's His calling on your life as a follower of Christ. The day's at hand. Let us cast off the works of what? The lying. The hurt. The hate. The phoniness. Throw it off! Amen. Yes or no? That's the works of darkness. That's what keeps people in darkness. Cast it off. And let us put on what? Truth, kind, loving, real, and sincere. Put it all. Amen. God's with you. Is that what they remember? Now, guys, I am certainly the worst one to get up here and come across as if I got it all together all the time. Sometimes I speak my mind to folk when they rub me the wrong, stinking way. Not saying they didn't deserve it. But sometimes I screw it all up. You hear me, yes or no? And I feel terrible. You know who I do it with a lot? My children. I can't tell you the number of times that I've had to call Elise I don't know. I guess it's because she's my daughter and I'm more protective and I think I've got more of a right to just, you know, to, to keep it right and help her. You know? And I've had to call her and tell her, I am so sorry, darling. And a lot of times when that phone rings, you go, I knew it was going to be you. Thankfully, she knows me and knows that inside of me is love for her. But those other people out there don't know. And we don't have the chance to maybe call them. This is really important, guys. They remember my speech, what I said. Truth or lie, they remember. But as he which has called you is holy, so be you holy in all manner of what? Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they, all, they also may without the word be won by your what? Conversation of the wives. While they beheld your chaste what? Conversation coupled with respect. People deserve that. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edified, that it might minister grace unto the hearers, especially truth. Truth. Tell people the truth. What drives others to Jesus? They remember. They remember what? Pop it up. They remember my touch. They remember what I did. My touch matters. That's why I love coming here. And I know this is just on Sunday. I try to do it outside, though. I don't get it all right. But I love hugging people. Well, I certainly think people deserve at least a handshake. Yes or no? I like that. This morning I got up feeling crappy. 
have these spells every once in a while. Y'all know I've been struggling with some sick, a little bit of sickness going on. It's hard to figure it all out. It's okay. Honestly, I could have stayed home today. You know? I felt bad enough to stay home. But I knew if I would come, I'll have those guys pray with me like they do. And then I'll come in here and I'll get love. And, and hugging and touching is healing. It's healing. It's he- and you know what? I feel a whole lot better now than I did earlier this morning. Am I there yet? No, praise the Lord. Amen. I ain't feeling great. But you know what? I'm feeling better. And you know why I'm feeling better? Because of you. You're a light to my life. Amen? It works, guys. This is work. This works. My touch, if it be possible, as much as lives, lies within you, do what? Live what? Peaceably with all men. I like that scripture. As much as lies in you. Because <laughs> sometimes I screw that one up. Amen? Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it's written, vengeance is mine. I'll repay, says the who? The Lord. Nothing will put your light out quicker than bitterness resentment, thinking about what they did or whatever. Terrible. Therefore, if your enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. Jesus said a lot better for your light if you'll do this. Your light will shine a lot brighter if you do this and get this mess out of you. For in so doing, you're going to heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, folks, but overcome evil with good. How do you overcome evil? Do good! Do the right thing! Yeah, but, well, whatever. Do the right thing. Overcome evil. Evil coming this way, I'm going to overcome you. Do it. They remember what? My heart, what they felt. Loved or hated. This is horrible. When, we be, when people leave us feeling like they're hated. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't want to be ugly, but I'm just going to be ugly to you. If, if, we're ugly, if you're ugly to somebody on this campus when they come here and I find out about it, you and I are going to have a problem. Did you hear me? People fought hell and high water to get here. We don't know what they're going through. When they come here, this needs to be a place of happiness, of encouragement, of love. Yes or no? If somebody looks different, smells different, whatever. You different. We all different. Love them, man. Love them. Drive them to Jesus. Amen. Yes or no? I love this. I don't know if you love this message, but this is a good message for a preacher today. Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Isn't it interesting? There's that mind again. All this. Love the Lord with all of that. True. Your heart. Love. No hate. Your spirit. All of that. No hypocrisy. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is, love your neighbor like you love me. You think God likes it when you say, I love you, God, and you're lying to his face? Well, they don't like it either. You think God likes it when, oh, you know, we're, we're acting like we're good to God, but we're really, we're being hurtful to him by the way we speak or actions or whatever we do. You think he likes that? They don't like it either. You getting the drift here, yes or no? So love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. But wait a minute, love them the same way you love me. Hello. Are you okay? Good. Keep, keep yourselves in the love of God. 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 
I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like over here and I've got to keep myself back in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ and eternal life. When you're getting out here acting like the fool, not being who you need to be, that light, you need to be looking, get yourself back in that love of God and you look for some mercy, baby. Come on. This will help you. Others save them with fear, pull them out of the fire, even hating the garment spotted by the flesh. A lot of people are out there, they're hurting, their life is screwed up, judging them or talking bad to fish, you never get them to bite. Bad fish, bad fish. Okay, I'll bite now. People don't do that either. Bad person, bad Bad behavior, bad decisions. You're bad, bad. Light. They remember my spirit, what they saw. Sincere or phony. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think like that. Check yourself. Those things which you've both learned and received and heard and what? Do. And the God of peace is going to be with you. Isn't this beautiful? That's why I said this is really what drives others to Jesus. But this is also awesome for a home. It's awesome for a family for sure. It's fantastic for a business. This is the kind of business I want to work at. How about you? Amen? Say. Of course, that kind of environment. Therefore, seeing we had this ministry, as we've received mercy, we don't faint. But we've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. There it is, that lion. Not walking in craftiness. That's insincerity and phoniness mess. Not handling the Word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of the what? Truth. These words that were back in Zechariah are all through your Bible when it comes to reaching people for Christ. They're all, they're all like right at that. You see them again and again and again. The manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel's what? It's hid to them that are lost. We think our gospel is, if you die today, do you know you go to heaven? Well, that is, the gospel is that Jesus died and was buried and rose again according to the Scriptures. But unfortunately, you can hide the gospel with your lies. You can hide the gospel with your hurt. You can hide the gospel with your hate. And you can hide the gospel with your phoniness. If our gospel is here, it is to, to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. This God of this world has got them zero focused in on these things that really they were created with them inside of them, I believe, to not want to like these things, the lies, the phoniness, the etc. That they don't believe the gospel of Christ, who's the image of God that should shine unto them. So there's that light again coming out of you, shining unto them. For we preach that ourselves. Huh. Be wise to do that in the church more. We don't preach ourselves. We preach who? Christ Jesus our Lord. So often we'll lie to people, hurt people, hate people, and be phonies to people because we think more of ourselves than we ought to. We ought to think a whole lot of Him and not as much of us. 
and we'll reach more of them. Amen? But we preach ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. That's why I said chauffeur. Amen? Let me get the door. Amen? Or you're lost? Oh, great, you follow me and I'll get in front. You just follow these lights right here on the back of my car down this dark road. Amen? But God who commands the light, there it is, to shine out of what? Darkness. What happened? He shined in our hearts. For me, it was Rockingham, North Carolina, 1977. Mama watching Billy Graham. We went to a little country church. The preacher didn't have much education, but he had a heart full of love. His name is Pastor Eddie Zimmerman. He's about 76 years old today. He's still alive, preaching in Virginia. Love that man. He loved me and Mama. Amen? I hope that's what you'll say about me. That's my goal. To give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Thank you, buddy. Woo! I'm done, Raj. You're killing me. God promises to bless when my head, my hands, my heart, and my spirit are right. Say that with me. God promises to bless when my head, my hands, my heart, and my spirit are right with Him. He blesses because He knows I'll be a blessing to others and they will see the light in my life, which is the light of life. He's come into me now. That which we, John writing, that which was from the beginning, that which we've heard, that which we've seen with our eyes, talking about Jesus, which we've looked upon, which we handled, we were actually there, guys. We saw Him. He ate with us. He touched us. We touched Him. The Word of Life. That life was manifested. We saw it. We bear witness. We show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and we've heard, we're declaring that unto you. Look at this great verse. Why? So that you can have fellowship. That's our name. That's our name. Why do we do what we do on Sundays and throughout the week? So that folks can have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus. Guys, if we want people to come to the Lord, that has to be our passion, that we want people to have fellowship with us. Do you know what that word fellowship means? Here's what it means. Things in common. That's what the word means. That world needs to know the people that call themselves Christians have something in common with them. The common thing we have with them is this. <laughs> we didn't love him first. <laughs> he loved us first. We didn't have it all right. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you about my life. It was bad. Whatever. Don't put yourself up here. Put yourself right here with them. Amen? And they'll start listening. Tell them the truth. Don't hurt them. Love them. Be real and honest. And you see if they don't go... Man, I think I'll go with you. I think I'll follow you to the Lord. Amen? Did you get it today? What drives others to Jesus? Boy, that was a lesson today. Amen? Let's praise the Lord. Come on. That was good. That was good. That was good. Whew. I got it. Come on. Let's stand together. Wow. You can't say you did.